Welcome to Anime Archives with your hosts, Ernest and John. I was, you just don't forget Why it? is it we've been doing this I for a know. year and we still can't get a good intro? We can be, get a good one. But we doesn't just, it just sound awkward when one person says, and Ernest, and then the other person says, and John? This won't be an issue once we're has video, because then why would we need to introduce ourselves? Why would we... They still don't know who we are. They could see see the names and stuff. Like, I guess we could do like one of those things, like underneath how you see videos and say the people's names or this their is ha- their at their Twitter <laughs> hashtags or something, their Twitter handles, I'll Twitter wait. handles. I, I oh, Twitter. But anyways, uh, today is another mini so that we're doing. So yeah, we're uh, we just want to have a cool chat, talk about video games, movies, current events, anything that we kind of want to bring to the table. Uh, before we do our seasonal anime, that will be next uh, next week's episode. Yeah, so like next week should be almost a combination of two. Yeah. And we don't mean this Saturday. Do you mean yeah. next week or do you mean this Saturday? Well, this Saturday. Well, we're you mean this week recording or stuff. The okay. game is like we're doing bi-weekly. So we are recording. I guess it doesn't make sense. Anyways, the main thing is you will get two episodes. Uh, you'll get one episode a week. But they will be recorded ahead of time. Does that make sense? Or that makes sense. Yeah. So, so it gives me more time to edit and more time to pre- prepare for better things. Like especially once we go to a video format that I've been promising for like two, three months now or longer. Uh, anyways, um, I have you, a quick. What you know? What's kind of cool though? What? So our first episode was August twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. That means we've been doing this longer than a year. Oh, sheesh! Just off and on. I mean. Oh, yeah, first one, thirty six yeah, minutes celebration. Yeah. I guess we will have our celebration. We do our at the end of the end of the year seasonal. Then we can do something. Yeah, I like fun that one. Categories and stuff because we we get to talk about not just the seasonal bangers like usual, but also it's going to be the Crunchyroll Awards. Yes, yes, and kind of going through what is what came out this year that really surprised us. And there was so many things that came out. I mean, it started with Shield Hero, yes, which put us both on light novels, and for hard. me, like the web novel, dramatically hard. And just kind of yeah. spiraled out. I mean, after that, then it was like Dororo ended up coming out. Yep. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer released uh, for Vinland a half year. Saga. What, what do you say? Vinland Saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Lot of just... Again, I'm, I'm looking forward to actually sitting down and figuring out what my top five are. And then what category lists. Once Crunchyroll releases their big ones, which ones would I would give their awards to? Uh who, cool. who is in the running for the most important question? The real question. The question that we debate and will debate till the end of the time. The one where yours is always trash and mine's always sublime. The waifus of the, the waifu year? wars of 2019. Do you have one in the running before, like, just off top of your head? Top of my head? Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't have one right now. That's I gotta, good. I gotta because if you would have said who I thought you were going to say... I was thinking her. Though. It was immediately wrong in but every aspect. I know some people are going back. Reptilia, Reptilia. Well, yeah. I was like, <sighs> she's literally a little girl, a, a kid raised up, and was like, "No, you do." I can do things to her. I was like, she you, was a kid. Guys. You do realize? Calm down. Nezuko's like thirteen herself. She's a child just as well. What's the difference if age is what you're going for? I'm not one to do the okay. Netsuko is just adorable. That's why she's wifey. Uh, 
No, adorable you can't waifu. just be a waifu because you're adorable. You need to be loyal. There needs to be more than just the cute factor. And if you don't talk in oh 20 episodes, you make one grunt. I don't know if that should classify you as a real waifu. She can't talk. She has something keeping her demon teeth. She said her exact words. So she said, I think, three words through the whole series, yeah. which is like, what? It was a blood art fire explosion. And the best thing that she did was shrink down to a little adorable size and ran through a forest. That's cute. That cute. I but to like, be oh, waifu cute. of but the year? I'm just like, I don't know. Me reading Shield Hero and then seeing Reptilia, I'm just like, I don't know. We'll see if there's more female characters. Because she's cool, but she's just like a kid, an adolescent kid who's like, my master, I love him, but I won't tell him how I feel. But I will start fights and brawls and stuff. And, yeah. I know you're done with the series no more, but I'm just like, oh. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is again, if it for a long time, she would be at number one for me, guaranteed. Right. But because of Orisuki at this point. Oh, okay. Orisuki is one of the ones that... Pansy might be coming there. up out of the cuts yeah. for me, personally. I really like what they're doing with the series. Yeah. Orisuki, I would say, is one of the best harems that I have watched in a very, very long time. Easily the best. And Just whenever like, they... It also has the best antagonist I've ever seen in any antagonist? anime. Antagonist? Yeah. There's an antagonist now? Yeah. Well, there's always been an antagonist. The antagonist was Bench Som. <laughs> the, the bench <laughs> bench sama <laughs> that bench oh. is easily the most the the biggest antagonist i've ever seen because it gets to the point where if he even sees the bench he starts to freak out because of everything that's happened oh it's really good it's a great series if you guys um if anyone's open to checking out kind of a off the wall strange love story i it's hard for me to say it's a harem right now. Yeah. It might be. It honestly you might get, be. I only reason I said harem because there's going to be cute girls and like there's a uh, main protagonist. I think a cool thing is the protagonist also has a boy, his boy who is grows on you. Yeah, he grows and, on and you. And I was That's like, fair. oh, this is cool. I and, think he'll redeem I don't know, The show just better than I anticipate because if you see the vis- video, if you see the image of Arisuka, are you the only one who loves me? You see all these girls surrounding the guy with a poster that says, I'm the protagonist. He's like, oh, this is going to be a, a, a harem <laughs> with all these girls going after this dude and blah, 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 but it's so much more than that. And it, there's many episodes where already I know I want to go back to watch because uh, John reacted a certain way that I didn't. I was like, what? He's like, man, I was so angry at this one. I was like, what, what was he talking about? What happened? And I, I still, to this day, am struggling with um, episode... I don't know. I don't what think it was been? fully... I think it was episode 8 or 9. I, about, I think it was 8. Uh, this is a mini spoiler. Let's just say uh, something happens to an object. And I and and he worries about it. Goes back to gets it. And that object is destroyed. And I don't know who destroyed it. That's the thing that makes it hard is it feels I have an idea who did. You uh, I don't know who did. No, I'm ahead of you so far and they don't ever address that. They don't? No. You never really know what happens to that book. I'm sure in the light novels they probably address okay. that. I'm assuming it was those two girls with white hair um that helped him find that book in their first place cuz they're the ones who found that book. Yeah, I know they found it, it but those two girls cuz I I know they had a certain school uniform and then he met that guy in the park. I was like, who are these people? And they become friends? Let's just say you need to watch episode 11. Things that just dropped today. You'll see them all. More things about the baseball stadium? Um, 
Unfortunately, no, not for that one, oh, which is okay. hilarious. Because anytime they introduce a new character and they bring back a routine yeah, kind of situation, it yeah. just which I don't want to spoil too much because yeah. that baseball scenario from everyone's perspective is it's so the, funny. The most funniest thing. I, it's just so goofy. It's I just, mean. This is probably, for me personally, one of the best run-on jokes in anime is when you see them kind of re-mentioning the same joke in different episodes multiple times, and it never loses steam. It cracks you up every time. I laughed the first time and every time afterwards. I still laugh over that. I will say this. Arisuki did a great thing for me. It made me go, I got to stop looking at uh, the poster images for animes and not watching them because of that. I'm going to just at least, do, for sure, do the three-episode rule and stick to it. And I just pick the ones I know I'm going to like at a time. I can or wait for the ones that. I hear people drop. I was like, how about I check it out first? Because you can find these hidden gems or ones that ain't going to get as much push as other ones. Because people automatically would think they're going to be a, a harem or some sort. Because this one's really good. It's one of my favorites. And even, uh, what's that, uh, not zombie, uh, not zombie university, the monster one. About um, the kid. Monster Demon, Demon school. school. Demon school. Yeah. yeah Demon, Demon school. school. Good man. That's like one. Just like, well, I like, oh, this looks goofy because of animation, but you watch it. You're like, oh no, this show is very funny. Not the last episode that dropped Saturday, but it was two weeks ago. That episode. I actually watched that one of Demon school, like two or three times. Two, three times. Yeah. I thought it was a great episode as a whole. They finally kind of came together. I thought it was excellent. Now, Orisuki, I actually never noticed the him holding the sign for that. You I'm never the, did. I never noticed the him holding the sign for I'm the protagonist, which makes it so much funnier because he mentions that in multiple different yeah. episodes where he, he he feels like he's a pro a, a protagonist. Yeah. But there's many times he's like, "Am I just a side character? Yeah. <laughs> My background character." Said, and it's so and, funny and, to and me. His friends like, "You're not side character." It made me think of uh, the funny thing that RDC World skit on YouTube. Mm. They did uh, when you find out you're the side character in the anime. <laughs> Shout out to RDC World because yeah, that was a great was... <laughs> skit right there. I cracked also, up. These guys, are, these guys are smart, so they do some great things. Uh, but, uh, let's, let's, let's break down our weeks uh, real quick. So I have a quick question I want to ask you about All right, let's you know, video games and everything. Ooh. So we're both, you know, busy, you know, you work and stuff. I have school. <laughs> I have a lot of things that I, I consider school work, you know, it and, is. and oh. there's games I love. I love RPGs, but you got to dedicate hours and hours to it. And being married, I don't really have hours to just game constantly and put because i want to beat it as quickly as possible so i can do like one two hours give or take but i can't dedicate like five hours a day or ten hours yeah, those days are long gone. those days are gone yeah so instead of that i go to youtube and i find these rpgs i want to play i was like you know what uh, let's put in xenoblade chronicles i want to i want to watch a let's play of this i want to watch a person who is better at me at these games play the game and i just sit back and watch now, I ask you, is that nerdy? And I'm not watching it as a walkthrough. Like, some of his attention was like, oh, I wa- I'm watching this as a walkthrough to to l- get, a, like, a, a tutorial or a strategy guide to help you beat the game. I'm watching it to watch the guy beat the game and just play all the mini quests and just see the story. Hmm. And these videos can be from, like, 30 videos to 128, which I think this one is, of 30-minute videos. Hmm. 
So your question is, was it? Is, is it nerdy? I had someone suggest that it was dorky of me to watch that. Okay, so first, let's go with the definition of what is nerdy or dorky. Yeah. What exactly do you mean by that? I I ain't going to say like. Because we watch video. anime. I'm more, I'm more saying like this. Uh, is it considered just. Dorky in the sense that you have the ability to play the game yourself. But you choose not to because you want to watch someone else play the game. It's almost like you know you can play the game. But you you have the means to, but you just want to watch someone play, play the game. And is that a weird thing or is that just like? Well, there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, definitely a lot. I know a couple adults as well that do that. That um prefer to just kind of feel watch a sense people. of achievement. Like if I watch this thing, I feel like I beat the game. You, I'll, I'll I'll walk away to that game is one of my games I completed. That's some silly goose <laughs> shit right there. That's not the case. You should never feel like that. That's, like, <laughs> that's like me taking credit for your work. That's like you getting a degree, and I'm like, I just write my name on it. I'm so, like, yeah, I so did that. if we were hanging out and we were playing a game together, so, hey, let's beat Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I had you be on the sticks, and I'm just cheering you. And you know, I was like, man, you're kicking ass. And you beat the game. I shouldn't celebrate, but we beat the game together. My, well, if it was both of us, then why did you say you're kicking ass instead of we're kicking ass? Like the moment you said your, that means me, not you. <laughs> so based off what you said, exactly by words, me listening to what you just said, no. If you, the moment you say, "Hey man, you're kicking ass," not a "Hey man, we're kicking ass, we're going through this," you've immediately kind of removed yourself from the protagonist aspect. How are you beating the game? Even your mentality, even the words I'm, you say, I'm the are, companion of the game. But so it, I'm just like, uh, let's talk about those old school RPGs where you can't put in the guys, like Persona 3, where you can't put in their uh, inputs, the first one on PS3, yeah. where they play randomly, they do the points. My inputs are me cheering for you every once in a while, or me picking up my phone. But I'm playing, I'm doing the game with you the whole time. But are you helping in any way? Are I'm you helping? Are you telling there. me where to go? Are you, for instance, giving up hints? Like, for instance, oh, I'm a backseat drive. Look at yeah, like I'll if backseat you're backseat, if you're backseat driving, I can see that aspect. But if you have no dialogue, you're not part of that at all. How did you beat that game? How can you even say you got that? Like, I get watching an anime, so it's cool when I'm watching these guys play a, a walkthrough, and I'm like. Ha, that was a good one, Chugga Khan. If you're doing it on Twitch, it's like an active live stream and you're having a conversation with him. Yeah. I can get a little bit more behind that because but, at least then you're having a dialogue. But with pre-recorded somebody. episodes. But it, who are you talking? What, you're going to leave a comment <laughs> that they're never going to read? Like, what are you going to do? This Let's Play from like five years ago. Or <laughs> So uh, I, I do know a lot of middle schoolers and high schoolers watch to, people yeah. play. So if uh, uh, I it kind of depends on the situation. If you're back, watching a pro, like multiplayer, yeah. that kind of makes sense because for me personally, I do not have the skills to keep up with like a high schooler playing Call of Duty. I don't have yeah. the skills. We are not as quick as them. Like, let's just be honest. But when it comes to, for instance, say it is an RPG. At that point, even if there's multiple people, like say it's me and you playing Resident Evil, it's yeah. not hard to switch the controller kind of between mm. back and forth. There's not a skill requirement when it comes to that. Now, say it's like Dark Souls and there's a skill requirement, oh, yeah. then it makes sense. So I guess the major thing is, is how hard is that game? Because for instance, say it's Sekiro. If I watch people play it, um, because I like to see their reactions online, especially on certain bosses that come back that kind of haunt you, where they flip out. And I like to see kind of the suffering in people's game. eyes. I love it. But would I go 
just in any time and just want to watch, say, Call of Duty or even like Overwatch, another game that I play, and I play Overwatch quite a lot. Would I want to watch, for instance, a pro playing? It's hard for me to want to do that because these are games I enjoy playing myself. So it's, it's kind of a weird thing, especially on like a Japanese RPG because a lot of them are slow. So, I mean, it could be good if you're skipping parts so you can kind of get just the chunks of the story and stuff like that. But if you're watching a dude do a turn-based battle, to me, it's like you're wasting your damn time. Because then it's almost like I don't see a reward out of that because at this point, you're watching something that you would be doing, if not better. There's not a skill cap that's limiting you to play it. And you're not in the game nearly as much because now you're watching it from almost an outside angle, a distracted angle, opposed to dedicating your 100% of your attention on it. It almost Mm. seems like it's harder to get into a game like that. Like when you play a game and you play it, you are in it. You have your headphones in. You're fully kind of focused on it. It kind of it transports you to a world for a while. It's hard for me to kind of get like The Witcher for me personally. When I put The Witcher in. And I'm actually focused on the dialogue, the music. There's no distractions. I'm not sitting there having a conversation with my friend and then moving back to the game. I'm actually dedicated to getting a real chunk of this story down. I want to know what happens, what's going on. I want to feel kind of a a form of companionship with the main character or the cast, at least. Then, to me, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense why you would watch someone else do that. But if you, for instance aren't like that or you prefer for instance a game where you don't you're okay with missing it or you're okay with with missing certain points or with not being 100 emotionally involved then i feel like there's not a problem the major Mm. thing is what experience are you going for because watching someone play a game is obviously different than playing it from yourself so how you react how you think and probably even how you remember it's going to be different is that going to give you the same satisfaction? Maybe short term, but I know 10 years down the line, you're not going to look and be like, I'm glad I watched that guy be Dragon Quest. <laughs> yeah. You don't give a crap. There's some games that I use, like have watched these Let's Plays in order to help me actually beat the game or help me even get even an interest in the game. That makes sense. So I was like, oh man, I would not be interested in the game. Or even games where I was like, this game was too difficult. I remember Resident Evil 7. I thought it was super difficult uh, playing through that game until I watched uh, just people just speed running it for some reason just speed running just through the game i was I like mean, why am i afraid of this damn this goofy ass game just haul at haul g- be smart and just just keep going i beat i was able to beat that game myself straight just because i had that confidence like okay i'm not gonna just be terrified the whole time whereas even two is a different beast but i'm trying i'm gonna try to beast that game as well i'm just like why am i afraid of this game so much because i run out of bullets and then mr x is x is gonna give it to you and he's coming around and well that's what makes some of those games so good is that because again what you just said to me is important you actually felt that fear if you watch someone else play a game you don't feel no fear no consequence nothing like that but when you play resident evil 7 and that dude's chasing you around that that table or busting through the wall because i beat resident evil 7 i loved that game my that was one of my favorite games of that year because it was the first game in a while that actually made me feel like there's a consequence it made me feel fear that's a hard feeling to feel in a game from a game nowadays there's some games that 
I have watched that, that terrified me. But you're right. When you when I play it myself, it's a lot different from me watching the person because I'm just terrified because either they're screaming or the creature just runs to the camera. I'm like, oh, but when I'm actually in the sticks, I feel like, hey, this is. I'm it, it almost feels life or so death yeah, for a yeah, second because like, oh, you're snaps. just like, oh no. Yeah. Even though you're, it's okay if you die in that game. Yeah. We don't want to die. We would no, rather no. run around an extra 30 minutes than to die usually. Die. And with Resident Evil 7 in particular, I mean, the, the, that house was kind of so messed up. I ran in circles quite a lot of times because yeah. you have to get one key, then go across the house and use that key. And I mean, if you don't use your map all the time, I mean, you're going to get lost. Completely lost. There came a point at the end where I was so comfortable running around the house. I knew everything. But still, just sometimes you're just like, you're not sure who, who's going to pop out. Especially how they did some of the AI control, like the Baker family, but it was I, good. And that's the thing. I mean, they're yeah, I, I really liked Seven personally. I know I and kind of bringing it full circle. I never bought the DLC to Seven. You never did. Never oh. did. Uh, I beat the game before the DLC came out okay. for Resident Evil I Seven. The, I, I beat the DLC as well, but. I didn't want to buy that DLC because I didn't see a point after I already beat the game. I beat that game, traded yeah. in, didn't oh, care yeah, anymore. Yeah, you didn't care about So what did I do? I turned on YouTube so mm. I can watch someone else do it because I would rather do that than nothing. That's smart, yeah. So, again, there's. I think it depends on the context of yeah. all situations. Kind of trying to bring it full circle. I mean, if you don't want to buy DLC but you're interested in that story because you've already beat a main chunk, to me it makes sense. Why wouldn't you do that? And there's certain games where uh, because how DLC works – uh, there's a thing called Azero's uh, Wrath, that big PS3 game that was like big cinematic. Yeah. The DLC was so important for the game to get the true ending that now there's no way you can get the DLC. Really? It's gone completely. You can't buy it. You can't get out to the dinosaur. The only way you could see the ending of that game is that someone recorded on YouTube and played and beat it. And you would sit there and watch it. That's how big sometimes... And that's sometimes people have issues with DLC, like how it can be... It can just disappear, or if a game shuts down completely, you might own the copy, but you don't own the true ending, and this happens. Oh, and that's exactly it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, Do you remember that last game you ended up looking up on YouTube before buying it, so that you can kind of see and whether it was viable? Um, I think it was. Uh, no, uh, what was that thing? One that just came out, uh, made by Zenimax Studios. Uh, it's that space game. I always want to say it's it's not outer outer wilds. Outer worlds. Outer worlds. Yeah. Outer outer worlds. Did you end up buying that? Game? I, I ended up buying the game. That game's fun. The game is it's it's more like it's I, I already see being very like shorter. It reminds me a lot of uh, Mass Effect and Fallout just combined, but it's a quick little. Beat through again. I, I'm getting bad habit. I was doing it of just being game, but now I got back in the habit. Of like I bought games where I was just like, oh, I gotta beat through these games real quick, and especially going through games I want to just get rid of and quit. So I put it down for a while so I can throw this, uh, beat some games. But that's the one I did watch it because I wasn't sure if it was gonna be fun. And even then, it still has things that I thought I didn't care about, but I do. Where it's like you know, the RPG element of like having rela- building relationships and stuff, and saying that oh, that's my partner. That you might be able to do that for other characters, but your guy will always be alone. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, well. Oh. Uh, at first, I was like, man, I don't care about that. Then I was like, actually, I do. I'm, it, I'm just- <laughs> to me, it, it, Outer Worlds, the relationship dialogue always bugged me, especially with you and your partner. It, to me, it was very limiting. Yeah. So I, I would, 
for someone like me who likes to empathize with the main character, who likes to see, okay, I'm going to put myself in their shoes. When there's no real dialogue, then at that point, it's like, I can't be in these shoes. Like, that's not how it would react. That's you not what a normal person taking back would do. Or you just stop playing it? Uh, no, um, my roommate ended up buying it. So, yeah. and he bought it digitally. So oh, there okay. is no taking that one back. Yeah, that's for sure. Ha! But myself, yeah. I was, before they released that game, I was very suspicious. Because they said it was like Fallout New Vegas. And I didn't know what they really meant by that. It's just made by the makers. Of and Fallout that's New it. Vegas, they so. didn't, I didn't know that it was also, um, had like half the budget. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't say it's like this if it's half the damn budget yeah. of that. It doesn't make sense to me. It's its own thing. Really, this thing is just like, honestly, it's like, this is what we could put out. And if you love our work, you buy this game in order to help us build a bigger game in the future. Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost like that to get them that, that jump off point. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to do that because I think they, I think a lot of it was like comedy and stuff. It was kind of a funny investment in that sense. But yeah, it, it, it's different. Like, uh, you know, there's some games that I need to really dedicate my time to. I almost was thinking about getting rid of, uh, what was that one you just said? Uh, the Samurai one? Sekiro? Sekiro. That's I was a ninja to, one. Sekiro, yeah. I was, oh, yeah, ninja. He beat but the Bregsaw Samurai. I was about to get I was about to get rid of Sekiro because I don't think I'm good enough. I don't know if I can get good enough. You can. It's called block. block. <laughs> That's it. Push the damn block button. Maybe every once in a the while. Parry? The parry? Yeah. All right. You just time it. Time the parry. And most of the thing in Sekiro... What's so cool is most of the bosses, you can take out a full life bar before they even see you. We're talking, you can actually like get behind him, do a backstab, take out a full life bar, and then square up one-on-one with like one life bar. See, when I see these expert play, I see these guys being patient and watching their movements and combos and stuff and what the boss does. What if I don't have patience for that? Well, then you're playing the wrong damn game. I was just like, I don't. I mean, second row, Dark Souls. I feel like a, a badass just run up on you and beat you up then you should probably play monster hunter just because monster. like just... dark soul i mean monster hunter you can definitely do that yeah but sekiro um they will punish bloodborne you. dark souls that's not meant it's meant for you to sit there and say okay if i'm fighting this beast where is this weakness because it obviously overpowers a human being so how can we get this ant to beat this thing that's like a gorilla it doesn't make sense hmm. I mean, especially when the gorilla has no head. And that, <laughs> oh, yes, it, it gets good. Mm. I mean, Sekiro, I, I always enjoy those games. It's hard for me to kind of stay with them. I was surprised I got so far in Sekiro because oh. I got to the final boss. Oh, wow. And the thing is, is the load times would almost be longer than the actual boss fight itself. Mm. And that's what would always make me mad. Because I got no problem in dying a thousand times. But if I die, I want to just jump right back in yeah. there. I don't want to wait. A minute and a half, two minutes each time I die, which is a lot. Honestly, for this next console generation, load times have to be gone. They can't. They should not have any load time. I up, I up, because uh, I wanted to beat through some games. I put in uh, Uncharted Lost Legacies that came out after Uncharted. Was that the two girls? Yeah, the two I girls. Give I put that in. That I was like, I was like, I got for two girls. Let me play. That's how the load screen that loaded me before the game started. I was like, I remember hating. I, I hate load screens. I remember Ashley. that one girl. That was Sully. Like, Sully ended up hitting on her because he's like, Drake. And Drake didn't give a damn. He's like, man, I moved on. I got a different girl. And it was at a... 
gosh. The was, girl from Uncharted 2? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not the blonde one, obviously, because that's yeah. who he marries. But the the one with brown hair? Yeah. 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 There was like, and I was like, oh, you went after Sully? I don't give a damn about your story <laughs> whatsoever. I gotta replay it. Yeah. Uncharted at the end, I think it was either two. End of Uncharted 2? It or? was either at the end of two, because I don't think she was in three. She might have been briefly in three. But I remember her and Soli kind of looking at each other, and I was like, damn. She wasn't in three, and four, they introduced that girl that was in Last of Us. Mm hmm. Four was a really good game. Yeah. I, re- I mean, the first, good way all of them, them were good. I mean, I like two. That. I think two's still the best, but four was a great way to end. You got me into Uncharted because I remember yeah. you were the first one out of our group back in the day to get the first one. And oh, you're yeah. like, this is so much fun, Durka Durka. Yeah. And we never played it because you were the only one with the PS3 Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that's true oh good old uncharted uh, so right now what are you watching uh i am watching so uh for just normal tv shows uh nothing really uh, i've been watching the mandalorian um because of disney plus and we we talked a little bit off it off air but i i'm enjoying it i think it's i think it's pretty good i thought i think it's a like an old spaghetti western but um pretty fun just like a it, it but i think the mandatory does a real good job for me it's it makes me go star wars could be great without having jedis in it i don't need jedi just a universe set in this universe of these random things and i'm cool one of my favorite star wars uh games there is two was uh republic commando okay where you play as a group of four stormtroopers yeah. and they all have different personalities that one i regret i wish i i got into it and beat the game fully because more i hear about how how good it gets and how crazy it gets at the end and then they weren't able to finish the series i was like dang i should have it was I amazing I, was I really again years later it still sticks out yeah. of my mind also battlefront 2 when you played the story mode of that game oh, you're the yeah. 501st division that, was, that one again just playing a standard store a clone trooper stormtrooper kind of going through it and then you're conveniently your squad's taking off the death star as that gets blown up mm-hmm. and then you know you have to hunt jedis and random stuff like that obviously throughout the whole series they did a great job with the 501st i loved that mm-hmm. uh, again i know uh recently they uh they you know battlefront 2 you know ea uh battlefront mm-hmm. they rebooted their whole multiplayer online service and changed it all up to make it more like battlefront 2 and right now again a lot of good reviews i'm I'm looking. I'm gonna watch more videos, but a lot of it's back to that third person. Uh, oh, that's and a lot cool. of people are getting like rewards from what I'm seeing, like fully on like that movability. And I know IGN praised it, but I want to see for myself more of seeing how it is because you know because the whole loot box and everything. I think they're trying to change change up, but we'll see. I'm not gonna buy it right away, and even if I did. I would only buy in a bargain bin for like twenty, ten dollars, something like that. What do you think about microtransactions in games? Does it bug you? Are you okay with it? Um, I don't think about. I think when it comes to microtransaction for cosmetic purposes, like hey, I want to make my character look better, or uh, or say if it's for like after the game been out for a year and they bring out something to say, hey, this will it's a DLC to continue more of the, more of the story. That the game has its full package already. Mm-hmm. And you're just getting more of the story later. Like this is the full story, but this is like a side character about a character you care about mm-hmm. that doesn't really doesn't really main about the story, but you just want to learn it. I'm cool with that. I think it becomes an issue when it's like that play to win, 
where people get better weapons, better boosters and stuff, and you're playing multiplayer. It's like it's one of those things where some people get mad about people who uh, this would like cheaters say on like multiplayer uh, online games. Cheaters are like, I'm just playing the game the way I want to play it so I can have fun. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing a multiplayer game and you're cheating or using aimbot, you're taking away someone else's ability to exactly. have fun. And also, and how away- can you do that? Yeah, I just, mean, you're not even like, shooting them. I was like, you can have a, you can play single player all one and cheat all day, but the moment you put it online and go against other people, your fun don't outweigh someone else's fun. Exactly. It just doesn't matter that way. You're sharing a space. You're saying we're playing on equal footing. We're gonna see whose skills are better. Mm-hmm. If you suck, hey, get keep getting, get better. Mm-hmm. If it, but yeah, I, I I'm not about uh overall too much. And I see a lot of it. It's like gambling for kids. A lot of people saying that issue like it becomes kind of like a hit of that releasing those endorphins when you get things. But I, I'm just, I'm too cheap enough to, I don't really care. I haven't found a multiplayer game, online game, anything that makes me really want to invest my time in, or I feel like I'm really good enough for it. Hmm. See, I've seen both sides myself because yeah. uh, Overwatch, they do loot boxes. And when I was in it hardcore playing all the time, especially on seasonal events, I had no problem being like, you know what? I just got paid. Let me put 10 bucks. Let's see what I get out of that. You get a couple gold skins and stuff like that. Again, you would never, it was never pay to win, just to pay to almost customize your character. Yeah. I had no problem in doing that. And I fell into that trap. I probably put in well over $100 in terms of just cosmetic stuff, in terms of Overwatch over yeah. the course of like three, four years, which isn't much. But again, yeah. it's still, I mean, that's two games right there. If it's Assassin's Creed, for instance, where it's not a pay to win. Uh, pay to get experience or uh, so that you can level up faster because you don't have time to grind and all that because you are maybe part of a married life or anything of that sort. I can see that. I like options myself. Okay. If you don't have 30 hours to grind to play this game and you can pay $10 so that you don't do that so you can still get the story myself, I'd rather you do that than watch someone else play the damn game. Mm. At least you're getting that yeah, experience, at least your experience going from there. But if it comes to the point to where, just like you said, if I'm putting money in this thing and it's not for a costume or a gun skin or a cosmetic, but specifically so I can beat this person, kind of like card games. Yeah. If you really think about it, card games are pay to win yeah. because you can have a deck. If I go out there and blow $1,000 on just playing cards, my deck will probably be better than yours. Realistically, uh, like that's how Yu-Gi-Oh Magic the Gathering is. Yu-Gi-Oh and all that is. So that, in that aspect, it always bugs me. But like League of Legends, this... Uh, what Assassin's Creed does, even Call of Duty. I have not seen a negative bit. And yes, is it addicting in terms of getting loot boxes and releasing those endorphins because you feel like you're getting something that you earn? I mean, it's similar to gambling. I mean, if I play Blackjack and I play loot boxes, to me, me winning, I feel pretty damn similar regardless. I don't really necessarily think that's a bad thing. Just because, again, you have the chance to be addicted to that doesn't mean you should then have to censor that because some people have extreme or addictive personalities. Doesn't make sense. That's like saying, okay, now we're going to limit fast food. Now we're going to limit movies. Now we're going to limit this because kids now have that addictive personality. In the end, be a better parent. Be more involved with your child. It's a more, there's so many variables involved. But to sit there and be like, hey, that's addictive. So we want to kind of get rid of that. What is a video game? What is a television? I mean, that's the thing. It's addictive regardless of kind of what you're doing. Well, what do you say about when people um, 
we're talking about Sekiro where people were complaining like it should be easier. They need to have an easy uh easy button for it. What do you feel about that? <laughs> well there Y'all are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to get better at games, there, get good. You don't think there should be a DLC or would that be if they I, said if a company or is it about if I have an art style, okay. if I have this art and you don't like that art, should I have to change that art just to make you happy? I don't think so. My art should appeal to specific genres, specific niche of people. The fact that you feel like I should change my thing for you is to me a huge problem. That's why we'll never get a good Star Wars sequel. That's why, because of these unrealistic expectations, it doesn't make sense. Think about it. If they change Sekiro, how would that game then alter and change? Because now it's easier. Now you don't get the reward system. That game doesn't have an in-depth story. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing like that. It's so ambiguous at certain parts, just like Dark Souls, just like Bloodborne. You have to put the pieces together through very bits and pieces of lore right. that spread out over hours. Or you just have to look it up online. But in the end, to get spoon fed, we get that enough. I mean, yeah. think about it. in every game nowadays. What do you have? You have an autosave. OK, mm. first thing that helps us out. What's the next thing you have? You have a checkpoint. OK, Um or you have a map indicator that says you can now need to go in this direction for your goal. Yeah, Back in the day when yeah. we played, we would get lost at for two hours at a spot that we should not have been lost at at all. I'm playing an old RPG that said that back in the day, how they would do like those dialogues was like, hey, we need to go here. That's it. You can't look up objectives. You just got to remember where you went. There was a game, like in, those the, games. Like, oh. in the 90s called Mist. Yeah. And it, there was uh, multiple games of this, but it was pretty much ambiguous. It's a walking simulator that you solve puzzles on this island. You get on this island, you get no hints, nothing. You don't know where to go, where to start, how to do a single damn thing, anything. You have to figure it out yourself. I think that to me, there's almost a, not just a benefit, but I mean, you're supposed to be problem solving. That's a one thing that helps, that makes games to me almost in any way cross applied to reality mm -hmm. because obviously we can, none of us will fight dragons and shit in our life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is all of us will be able to, and will experience a problem just like what games do give us. And we have to figure out a way to overcome that problem with our own means, our own mind. Mm -hmm. And to sit there and say, Hey, I can pay to make this game way easier. It's hard for me to sit there and say as an artist, and I'm not an artist, yeah. okay, but from their perspective, that they should have to compromise yeah. almost their integrity, their vision, their dream, just because some pansy doesn't know how to press yeah, the block just button. From, yeah, just for some fan base. Again, and again, that would make sense because it says, like, if they make that, if that artist chose to make that an option, cool. But if they chose not to, you can't. That's, Call of Duty. Yeah. Multiple different things. You can go realistic, one bullet shot, you're dead, yeah. or you can take 50 bullets and somehow you're still yeah. alive. Halo. You just gotta take a squat down for a little bit and wait until your uh, meter comes back up and breathe. Halo. It's out, no difference when it comes yeah. to that. But when you have a game, for instance, like, I mean, imagine. I mean, yeah, because even now with the new updated Monster Hunter, it's I don't want to say it's the same because obviously they had the DLC, but they give you level 50 armor right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat. They didn't do that when you first started that game, but now because the game's been out for so long, they got that. And, and, they, I, and they want you to enjoy the new DLC. And it's quick, they it's want you just to kind of rush past that. So me, I'm able to murk these monsters and they can beat the brakes off me and do that much health. 
I don't have fun doing that because now there's not a sense of urgency. And yes, can I take off that armor? Yes. There's ways you can go around that. But the fact that they give that to you as an option to kind of speed things along, I, it's hard for me to appreciate that because I'm never on that side. Sekiro, Dark Souls, all of them, and even that new one that's coming out—that's by that George R. R. Martin. Yeah, the um, one that they don't. Yeah, uh, feel the name. But the producers of Dark Souls and George R. R. Martin are making a game. I just saw screenshots. So I forgot the name of it. I mean, if you want an easy game, play Mario. That's it. It's a platformer. It's basically you know, Mario's not a, gonna be unforgivable, but yeah, I give. No, it's not. I mean, if you have maybe the two D side scrolling where people are yeah. creating crazy levels, oh, the Mario you're Maker. right. But if you play Mario Odyssey and you get stuck oh, on that, maybe nah. you should stop. Yeah, I'm talking about Mario World, but yeah, Mario yeah. Odyssey. Mario World makes sense. Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I'd be in two days in Japan and was like, "Why did it take me so long to beat this game? <laughs> it's ridiculous." Yeah. I don't know. It's not fun. Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Co-oping Luigi Mansion pissed me off more than Mario. Why? It was just like <laughs> it was just uh, how it didn't seem like a real co-op. It, huh? seemed, it didn't seem like a real yeah. co-op. Uh, Mario Odyssey just felt. I think it was easier just because one was a hat and one was Mario, so it was easier than Luigi Mansion. You're both Luigi, but one is just uh, Goo Luigi. Yeah, Goo Luigi. That and it could just be frustrating, like figuring out how to fight these boss. And it wasn't like we still beat the game pretty easy, but like the very last boss, that's when the difficulty kind of got higher, spiked. And it mainly because it became one of those like almost like you have a time limit, but you also gotta do uh, that memory game of like remember which monster you had to attack because it might be his illusion. Mm. And And then you also gotta worry about the ground that can give you uh double damage and stuff and murky out quick so that'd be kind of, i can become a little frustrating but mm-hmm. overall i still i see what you're saying those games are more like intended they, they were made for kids to be able to play a game have modern difficulty but enough where they can enjoy it i mean if you're a middle schooler realistically you should probably be playing pokemon call of duty fortnite stuff like that i can see that Minecraft. Minecraft. I can see all that. It's hard for me to sit there and say, hey, you should play something like Dark Souls where there's deals with intense blood, intense guts, intense other stuff. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I don't know. I mean, think about it. If you were able to make Grand Theft Auto easier without cheats, just easy as a whole, would you enjoy that game more? It would be hard to say yes growing up because of the way Vice City and San Andreas was. I don't think I would like San Andreas as much if i knew i can um skip through a good amount of parts yeah. or if i can just make it dramatically easy because there were certain part levels in san andreas that were so hard so difficult like that helicopter level i remember the oh that rc was it the rc i, I think so yeah that yeah was ridiculous a lot of people got mad at those things like you had to deliver drugs or something i, I saw that in the countdown of like ones that make you mad yeah, I remember that one because it took me a long time to pass that. Like, I remember it re-brought back my anger reading that article. But yeah, that took us kind of off topic from what you were watching. Yeah. Oh, but that's it. I've been mainly... Uh, I haven't watched as many just like just normal television shows because if not, if I haven't been watching that, then I've been gaming and I've been... Uh, just started back up because uh, school just like I finished school last week. So I just like finally kind of accepting that I have time. So I got back on my switch and I started playing uh, a little quick old RPG called Star Ocean First Departure R. 
Oh, that was like um, twenty bucks. Yeah, I think it's bucks. on sale. So, is it good? I enjoy it. Always enjoy a fan it. of Star Ocean. Yeah. I've always liked that. It's series. uh if you just want to play a quick little, just play the handheld thing. It's fun. It's uh entertaining. Why are you playing that when you need to be beating Control? Yeah, uh, Control just pissed me off. Wow. That's and again, I need to play more Control. <laughs> it's game but of the year. Me off, it pissed me off. Uh, last time I was playing it, so so I for a, someone that's beaten uh or at least has owned um. Death Stranding, Control, Sekiro, who did win Game of the Year from a different ca- uh, category. Sekiro, okay. But um, do you think Control, because you're around the like the last kind of give or take part, right? Mm, yeah. So would you give that Game of the Year based off what you've played, the story, the music, kind of the dialogue, the main character? Would you really give that Game of the Year? It's hard. Did IGN give it fully game of the year, or did it give uh, IGN editors' choice game of the year? Was it their choice? So I seen two different. Uh, so on, I seen it as the game uh, awards. The, the game awards was Sekiro. Okay. Yeah, the game awards was Sekiro, but when it comes to the on their website, their game of the year, and maybe it was the editors. Yeah, uh, that's where it showed. It said control. All right. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I can't. S- Speak for say again. I think it's very opinionated, but Control so far is. I mainly went back to the series because I already I I loved a lot of the games remedies made from uh, uh, from the original Max Payne games to Quantum Break, uh, and they also did uh, Alan Wake. Um, mm, so Alan Wake was great. So I'm just like I'm going that because I already have those memories of of them playing that. So. So control has a lot of the. It reminds me like you ever watched uh, Twin Peaks. So no, but I know no. what you're talking about. It just has a weird dialogue thing where it's like there's weird things where like you as a gamer have to not just it is going to be a third person shooter, but you also got to take a note, take account like all the little pe- paperwork you pick up, videos you watch, and little things to really build up the story and kind of understand what's going on. Uh, the female protagonist, she's cool, but she also does this great thing of like she talks to people, she also talks to herself, like to this uh spirit or something. I still don't know what it is that she has like a a, a symbiotic relationship with her and her brother do that can help her like help boost her powers and stuff. Reminds me of almost Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, it's similar to that, but the the, the thing is just like it's already in you kind of thing. Like you're doing the powers naturally, uh, and. Oh, no, I, I just think, if anything, uh, only thing that frustrates me is, again, it comes down to me not getting good. It's like, you have a health bar, and you have these second powers, but I don't have, and you don't have, like, a a uh, a shield around you that can, before it affects your full health. So, you can get punished pretty hard. Like, you get, you could take some crazy damage out of nowhere, and the enemies, some of the enemies have powers, too, so you're, like, you're dealing with all these enemies around you, and you have a gun that has uh it's unlimited gun but like you gotta let it cool down so you'd be shooting cool down shoot cool down and that can be i can get frustrating when you have all these guys blasting and stuff like i'll use your psychic abilities but your psychic abilities you can do maybe use it three times before you gotta also let that charge Mm -hmm. so it's very like you kind of gotta take cover and be very like careful everything you do in certain situations are you playing on normal I'm playing on normal difficulty, mm, so too. it's still pretty challenging. Yeah, it, on normal. It, it, That's good to I, hear. I find it pretty challenging. It's like, oh, um, it kind of reminds me. So there's this game that came out on PS2 back in the day called Second Sight, mm. 
And this game was my first interaction with dealing with a psychic protagonist. Yes, yes. Where he just kind of wakes up, doesn't know who he is, but has to like break out of this area. Goes in terms of gun combat mixed in with psychic abilities. So originally, I thought this, I mean, they were practically almost the same game. I mean, I want to try Control Set, eventually I will. But because I haven't really played a game like that, the only one that kind of comes to my mind is that one that came out back in yeah. 2004. I think Second Sight is a good one because it, it has some of the, the same abilities. It's just more modern. So mm. I think when you play Control, you will get some of the Second Sight kind of vibes mm. and stuff. And I don't know. I, once I fully finish a game, I'll, I'll give you all I the, a podcast I listen to, uh, Super, uh, Castle Super Beast. Uh, they, they, they both, uh, the one guy, um, Pat, he said he just, he, he enjoyed it to a point where he just like, it's one of his favorite, uh, uh, he said there's a part where it gets so good because of a, 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 a great, you know how we played when we used to play like Prey and we used soundtrack, we made the soundtrack better for boss fights. Oh yeah. They use a perfect song for an event. Towards the end of the game for a boss fight. And oh, then like, I'll, I'll definitely love it. He's cause... like, this was the highlight of the game, where it's like, <clears throat> and he was playing like on stream on stream, so he had to actually tur- not let other people li- listen to music because it would get copy strike. But he was able to hear. It, and he's like, it's just perfect. It just fits it perfect. Speaking of music and games, what is the number one moment that sticks out to you when you think of a bomb song that played while you in like while you were doing something in the game? Where it just almost meshed too perfectly. Two games come to mind, and uh, and they're games that I immediately bought their soundtrack for. Wow! And that's Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Oh wow! And uh, Neo, both the near that I mean not Neo near games near Automata the near near the first near and the near Automata both the whole series. How about both their soundtracks? So wow. I think the music is so beautiful. Really? It just, it just, I need to be near. Game. I need to play near automated. Uh, you don't. Have, you never played it? No, no. Oh, I got it. I'll, I'll bring it to you. Like I, I know you told me it was a great game. Well, my wife's not gonna play it for a hot minute, so keep playing. Yeah, I uh, think you would enjoy it. I, I know. I I've only heard good things about that game. And the soundtrack's great. I own that soundtrack, so if wow. you love it that much and you want to just download the music, I give I give you the CD too because I bought that at uh, anime. At the convention, I I just think the music just fits everything well on the story long. Everything's good about the game. It's pretty, like wow. Those are games where it's just like it's every, even when I saw these game awards, I thought back to games that I didn't know already passed. I was like, oh, okay, that's why that game's not up. Cause that made me go this year, like twenty nineteen. Oh, I feel like it wasn't that big over. Like there wasn't one game where I felt like that game blew my socks off of twenty nineteen. A game that made me go, like I, I turned it off and I just sat there, just let the, the credits roll. Well, well, there was, was that wait, 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 no, 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 yeah, 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 that was twenty eighteen. That yeah. was twenty eighteen. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. you're right on that one because twenty. I haven't finished Fire Emblem, but did you feel like when you finished the ending of that game, you're like, I mean, not really. No, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm playing through the. I'm almost done with the second campaign right now. I mean, I play that game a lot. Huge fan of it. I still think the girl out of the three houses is by far the best. Like she shits on that 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 dude from the Golden Deer so much. 
Like she's so much better. And I like her way of handling things because hers is we're going through a bloody revolution. We're going to overthrow the church and everything. Your life is going to be different. I'm making sure I liked that aspect. He was too, too nice, too passive. Who, uh, the guy from the Golden Deer. Golden Deer. Oh, okay. I, that's not who he's I am. He's to make any big changes. Well, so far he's kind of play. He always played both sides. Okay. I mean, he's the smart one. He's definitely smart and sneaky when it comes to that. Right. But again, I haven't finished his ending, so I don't want to judge it too much. But so far, with how the two characters kind of stack up, even in terms of actual uh, students, I prefer the students so far from her class, uh, from her group, than I do from his. Mm. Black Eagles is where it's at for me, like personally. I love them. If I play this again, I'm having a huge debate of do I go and beat the third story? Or do I say screw that because she deserves to have the ending. So should I just replay it and finish with hers? That's what I kind of want. That's how it should be. Especially with how awkward your like the main character is. Like because they say he's never shown emotion, stuff like that kind of throughout. The main character of uh, Fire Emblem. Your protagonist. Oh, protagonist? Yeah, okay. they mention it like your father mentions it multiple oh, times. Yeah, just how so it's like with your character being so outrageously different, it only made sense from the male main character to end with uh, the girl from the Black Eagles. Oh, you, oh, you made you romance her too? Yeah, oh. I'm gonna be king, girl. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> like, shoot, yeah. I fight for her. Yeah, but I went, um, I went a totally different route. I was, I was like, because I would go for. Uh, so I knew there was different badges. I was like, usually I would go immediately go for red and black. Everybody's got my my colors. She's cool. She's already that material. I was like, let me go for something I would never go. Blue Eagles. I was like, would I would I re- help this guy who seems like he has a darker side? I wouldn't. And try to mature and teach him the right way. Nah. I don't think I have much control. I think it's like he's gonna do what he's gonna he's do. He's gonna do what and he's I'm gonna do. Like, I'm just like I like you want us to what commit mass genocide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> that's what you say. Sure. I was like, fire and bloom. Yeah, for me, the main song that comes to my mind when I think of like a video game moment would have to be Red Dead Redem- uh, Redemption 1. Oh, okay. When you were going to Mexico and they played Far Away by Jose Gonzalez, mm. that stuck out in my mind and will forever. I still listen to that going song to, Mexico, to this day. I, I loved in Red Dead Redemption. They do with Bob Roxy does a great job because in, in Red Dead Redemption, they do, they do the same thing. But when I was leaving Mexico, mm-hmm. that was my favorite. Like, uh, I, I own that song. Even the newer one. Um, from Red Dead Two, uh, that's on one of my top, like my top songs of uh 2019. Because you know how Spotify always plays your top playlist. You ever? Yeah. Do you have that? Oh like, yeah, yeah, your they, top song. Twenty of nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, um, my twenty nineteen's fire. I bet you it sucks. And it actually has a uh, the song from Dora Dora. Like, so like for me, uh, Unshaken by D'Angelo. Unshaken, yeah. That's one, like, I still listen to that song this day. That song's powerful. It's a great song. Immediately kind of puts you in a melancholic, sad mood. When I hear that song, I think shit's about to go down. Because uh, that's the song you play when you were coming back from um, from that island in Red Dead. Oh, yeah. And you were going to that uh, the place that all the people are yeah, yeah, before you get betrayed. Spoiler, if you haven't played Red Dead, well, that sucks for you. Dang. Mm. 
My, right playlist, playlist, my playlist is fire right now. Like, I bet you your playlist sucks. <laughs> oh. So sounds like, I don't remember listening to that hard, but I guess I did. Most of my playlist is instrumentals. I oh, mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's instrumentals. Uh, like my top five of the year was definitely like straight up instrumentals from different I stuff. Lyrics. Or Doki Doki Literature. Have you ever played that game, Doki Doki? Oh, I remember. No, I didn't. I talked to you a lot about it. This is a yeah, game I, I recommend to anybody and everybody. Okay, you want to watch people play a game? Fine. Yes. Watch them play Doki Doki Literature because it's it's more of a web novel. You see, I mean, you just dialogue reading, so it's no different than like a uh, manga in a way. Um, but the story you cannot predict even in the slightest. You'll never be able to predict it. It is beautiful. You it's great. Yourself online. It like is. I did before. I downloaded the game. Oh man, it was one of the best. I never had it spoiled, and so I I played it for four hours straight. Oh, I from start to finish. Had a friend suggested play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My friend came up, um, Rachel from high school. Do you know? Yeah, I remember remember from the swim team. Yeah, so she came up and was like, "You need to play this game." And I was like, "Nah." I played it anyway. I couldn't. uh, I couldn't. I couldn't stop. Like it. Two hours. The first two hours was lame. I'm not gonna lie. First two hours, you think it's a standard like harem dating similar. Fully just throws it up on its head. I loved it. It was great. And again, it was so good to where the song at the very end of that game uh, that Monica kind of plays for you. Oh. It's called I Still Love You as one of my top songs of the year. It's one of my favorite songs. That's like my meditation. Like I'm trying to think of something like a deep kind of like introspective thought. I put on that song right there. It is amazing to me personally i won't play that at the the podcast or uh, our ending theme song just because usually we try to keep on like a japanese song yeah and this time it's your turn uh for the song but probably with once we actually have like an episode dedicated to music we'll probably play a snippet of it for sure because i love it man it it is so good Hmm. now we keep going away from anime. Okay, yes. Yeah. So going back, have you ever heard of this anime called Beastars? No, I have not. So this got a lot of attention uh, online. It's more of kind of an indie where it's... Uh, Has it already came to it's, it? Yeah, it's came out. It's came out. I think it's on um, M- Amazon or no, Netflix. Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's a Netflix anime. So but it's like... A, did, I'm pretty, it's I, been released already? I thought I would see it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's released. Yeah. Let me uh, take uh, out my uh, Amazon app. Let's see. I think it will be released. Just not yet. But what about it? I I have my eye on this series a lot. Like, a lot. I can't wait. If it's not released, I can't wait to see it. And if it is, then I definitely need to make a little bit of time for it, for sure. It's pretty much uh, set more of a I don't think it's out yet, too. That's so disappointing. But um, it should be dropping on Netflix. At least that's what this says. Um, yeah, oh, wow. It makes his debut a- outside of Crunchyroll. So, just to confirm. Okay, so it actually premiered on October Early 8th. Early 2020. But it probably will be more subbed and dubbed really soon. There's 17 volumes. Yeah, original run. The manga's going... The television oh, wow. show started in October, still going. So, yeah, so. pretty much uh, takes place in terms of like a modern world where it's divided between carnivores and herbivores. So everyone's all animal like animal like mm-hmm. and pretty much it just uh, takes places like uh, this wolf 
that ends up I think he's going to school. Yeah, he's a student. He lives at a dorm going to school with his friend uh, Labrador. So his friend Jack, that's obviously like a dog. He's a wolf, so he's obviously a carnivore. And pretty much it shows like how they end up interacting between carnivores and herbivores. Okay. Obviously animated. It's like kind of a slight mystery. That looks cool. Of, I like, almost I like seems that. like Wolf Among Us. Yeah. It gives me a very similar vibe to that. Yeah. But out of nowhere, pretty much an alpaca, uh, alpaca, you know what that is? Like cute little yeah. wannabe llama is murdered and devoured. And it just sets off this whole big dynamic between herbivores and carnivores. Students, yeah. So now he's just trying to figure out, you know, what's going on and stuff like that. Who done it? Yeah, it seems pretty interesting. Again, it's a shonen. Um, it doesn't seem like the typical style anime where we would normally watch. But I do like the fact that all the characters are based off animals. They're all beast style. And to me, that is really cool. How do you say the word? Because it's B-E-A-S-T-A-R-S. B-stars? I call it B-stars. B-stars? Yeah. Beast-ars. 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 Beast-ars? Ars. Beast-ars. Stars. Yeah. So pretty much that's B-stars. That's one that I got. Uh, I got my eye on two anime right now that I need to check out. First, it's this one. The second one is Carol and Tuesday. Carol and Tuesday. Highly recommend it. It's one is between that or, oh, that's already been dropped for sure. Carol that one's guaranteed. Tuesday. That one is made by the same uh, producer from Cowboy Bebop. It is a. It's similar to Beck Mongolian Chop Squad in terms of it's two girls oh, who are trying okay. to make it big in terms of the music world. I heard the way they develop songs and the music that's throughout it is absolutely beautiful for anime. It's really good. The animation looks really that. interesting. Um, no, I don't think it's on Crunchyroll, man. Um, I, I think it's a Netflix one when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Now, because we have a podcast, we are not going to just yeah, Carol yeah. on Tuesday now. Because I know there's one uh, or an... Uh, uh, or an uh, Amazon that I want us to watch. And I'll talk more... Uh, on our seasonal next week, mm-hmm. uh, but that's gonna be Babylon. Oh yeah, and that one I I'm gonna do the three episode rule, but I heard that one. Uh, I got it from my mother's basement. Uh, saying that highly good, recommended one. That was a good. Stand-up. Oh, did you ever watch that one I sent you? Uh, from Glass Reflection. Is that the Mono Garden? Yeah, no, about I still need to watch that. Watch yeah, oh, yeah. That, no, that, I I, I, I saved the video just so I can watch it because if you're gonna review my favorite series, yeah. I need to know. Whether you did it right or wrong. Because there's some parts in that series where it's hard to recommend to somebody. It is hard. I think he, we'll see. I think he does a a good job because he says, like, this wasn't for me, but I see when, if you're a big fan of this, how it works. And if you're not, like, he talks about how some uh, issues some people say, like, is the overly sexual stuff needed or not? Is it It necessary? Fully necessary in every episode. Fully necessary. (laughs) <laughs> i loved it now could they have told the same story without it yeah they could have yeah and <laughs> like, that's how good it, it was it has an illusion of like a harem and but it's not at the same time because of the main character yeah. aragi is the man oh i absolutely yeah. love that one and it's uh, also known as one of the best light novels uh, currently what? out is the Monogatari series. Oh, okay. If you look at any top 10 light novel series, it's always within the top five. 
I'm okay. I might appreciate it more. I'm gonna. I've, I've been saying I want to watch it so we can do a breakdown of it. I would say I want to wait until we can actually. I almost want you to it. watch it differently instead of you watching it how I watch it. I'd want you to start with the prequel, the movies, the movies, because okay. the movies go and the art style changes in multiple different ways throughout some yeah. of the movies, and it's so beautiful. It looks so nice. So I think on one of our future ones that's coming out, we should probably watch like the first or the three movies, or do like all right. One movie every quarter, for instance, of the oh, Mono right. Guitar series. And then we can kind of go from there. Because, I, again, I will always be a fan of that. I haven't yeah. finished it because the series isn't over yet. So I'm waiting yeah. until it's done. You as a fan of the series and me as a uh, uh, noob to the series. Mm-hmm. And give our critiques of it and what we thought. All right. That's good. Uh, yeah, the only reason I did bring up some of these animes because I know we're definitely going to talk about them. Uh, but, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm excited. I'm excited for our seasonal talking about all the fall season animes. I'm excited for the Crunchyroll stuff and, and Crunchyroll, yeah. like whether That's, they're wrong or right. Yeah. I mean, I want to see who Best Boy is. Maybe who, it's Tanjiro. Yeah. Maybe it's Tanjiro. I think he deserves Best Boy. I mean, he almost fought for Nezuko just mm. because some guy said she looked ugly. So tough, man. Because <laughs> I feel like because of because of la- the demons, uh, Demon Slayer, I was like, is Shield is is our boy. Our boy from Shield is our boy from Shield here gonna get any love? It's like probably not. Not why would Fumi. he? Now Fumi was not a best boy in any aspect. Yeah, he was cold. He was boy, messed yeah. up. He's not best boy in that sense. If you see what he did it in the, the wettest, I think I think my boy, my boy, uh, Gines Al grown from uh from my Overlord is more ruthless than now Fumi. More ruthless. If you read the web novel of what now Fumi did. To um, the, the princess, to her. Send me, send me the link to it. Just if you find it, send me the link. I'll read it. I'll tell you off air if you All want. Right. But it's one of those things where I read it and e, I was like, that's one of the darkest things I've ever seen. Okay. Like, holy crap! Let's just say the anime made him nicer, right? Yeah, he's way, way nicer. nicer uh-huh. And again, the light novels canon, not the web novel. So he, okay. did, it, I felt the like writer. he was nicer in the in the light novel okay. for sure. Because I read a little bit of the web novel for Ari Fuda, and I, I didn't like it nearly as much. I mean, I've stopped the series. I won't read the web novel. I won't finish it until they release the next light novel. And oh, I won't do that until Oh, January. you try to read the lo- web novel? It wasn't there was a couple parts where I read. Um, I matched it up with a part that I remember really well in the light novel so yeah. I can see kind of the difference. And there was so much information missing that I immediately was like, I can't do this. Okay. It's not, they, I need way more information, okay. especially with sense. what they did. Oh, that one was good. All right. mm-hmm. Now, for me, I actually uh, went on Shokugeki lately, so I've been really... Uh, catching up with Food Wars. Okay. I started it over, so I'm like halfway you, through the first season. Did you see that one, that new one, that new season uh, anime about food? The, about the Chinese? Oh, I didn't care about that one. I didn't watch it. I guess I'll check it out then. <laughs> Nothing against the Chinese, but if you're going to go <laughs> anything against Food no. Wars, if I have to compare, I'm not going to give any attention to anything about food that's not the Food Wars. Food Wars is too good. I love the way the animation looks. If you take, if you actually skip past the scenes where the clothes fly off because they're all enjoying their food too much, if you skip past that, yeah, that was very cool. doable series. That's the one series That's I like to watch on my computer because I feel like if the wrong person walks in, it looks. That's one of the reasons I stopped watching. It shade and, away from a hentai. Yeah, and the food porn. I was like, this is too much. But At first I was with it, and I was like, okay, this again. Again. 
I, I think they do a good job with it. So I, I've re or I've been rewatching yeah. Food Wars. I need to finish JoJo's the new, uh, the new season, uh, the Golden Wind. Oh, okay. I got, I mean, episode twenty, and I just stopped until they actually finished it up. Honestly, no, no. Well, again, we one of our goals is I we want JoJo. to make sure to go back to some of the old, older seasons. Season four, Diamond better. Unbreakable, Stardust Crusaders, and all that, and really kind of dive a little bit in depth and see okay what makes jojo's such an interesting iconic um what would we say it's kind of like rocky horror a cult classic cult Cult classic classic. that's i would say jojo's is a cult classic because you either have people that really love it or absolutely hate it is i've i've rarely met someone that's in between and me i like the series i got nothing against it the first five episodes if you told me you hated jojo i think i would swing on you that very second See, that's how you know an anime is good. When this guy's going to swing on someone he's known for like 20 years because of that. I was like, what? I was like, I wouldn't swing on you, but I would probably stop talking to you at that point. I'd probably be like, you know what? This person's anime taste is not to my liking. Uh, but that's JoJo's. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of like watching YouTube about Hunter x Hunter uh, breakdowns for some reason because the creator isn't able to write right now mm-hmm. we did the yu haga show so i'm just watching more about hunter x hunter and like learning about it because i haven't read the i haven't been reading the manga and i'm just like man i really need to find a way to read the manga and i thought they released a shonen app that allows you to read from their sources but i gotta double check if i'm able to purchase them mm. yeah. well okay yeah. so say you purchased it would you go back from square one? Oh no i'm going okay. back where i, I okay that's off, fair yeah. that makes sense oh no i just want to know what's going on after it Mm. I'm not going to go that much. Now, I haven't finished up Dr. Stone. I'm going to do that before our next podcast, but I did do, it was episode 17. Episode 24 is the last episode for for this season. Okay. Now, I did finish episode 17. Oh, man, we're both on the same, uh, we're both on the same boat. For episode seventeen, yeah, I that episode to me, that was, episode seventeen brought a straight tear to my eye. Honestly, episode seventeen, they said this was actually the season. Now, I would like. I would not have been mad in the slightest. I was like, that was beautiful. What they did, how they set it up and kind of made it go full circle with the way the main character was. Ah, Senku, I absolutely adored it. Ah, that's the one that I finished. I finished that episode and just sat there for a, a, at least five, ten minutes. It was just like, wow. It, it was excellent. I remember this one because I was watch, sometimes I watch Dr. Stone on my phone and it made me go, I got to stop doing this. It's like, I. I took away a beautiful moment. Yeah. Seeing, seeing it visually, uh, capturing everything. When was but. the last time you watched episode 17? Was it a while it ago? A while, More than? While ago, yeah. So before that. you, uh, you watch the rest, rewatch that rewatch episode. 17. Rewatch 17 and then just then finish it when you do. If you just go straight into 18, the stone wars and kind of just move on it, you'll like it. You do well. I don't think it will have the same impact mm. because 17 was so powerful with how they kind of, alluded to what happened to the survivors yeah and oh man it was just it was it was so good to me so good i love dr stone i'm sad it's over but hey yeah. at least we got 24 yeah. good episodes just like demon slayer i don't know what i'm going to do to when i wake up yeah. and there's not dr stone or demon slayer because yeah. think about it, it's been a long time that's what i'm interested in us when we do our end of the year review of these animes and like us seriously talking about them because mm-hmm. like this is gonna be a tough one like my top five, like me sitting there reviewing 
number one. I might have to actually watch a couple of episodes or the or the series that ending episodes of the season to see what because one thing about Shield Hero that hurt me is realizing that just from you that they skip parts in the ending episode for some reason to show things that doesn't oh happen gosh. and that the volume where they left off just the that, ending yeah. episode was, I was like, trash i was like are they doing this to say buy more light novels because we're not doing any more or will they just completely erase this later they should have shown the fight scene between him and itsutsuki that's what they should have done him and the bow uh the bow hero yeah. oh, oh those two squared off indoors the way now fumi got punked him oh it was it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, I read, read. And then when I seen the anime, I was hoping they would be even remotely close to that. And they, they didn't even mention it. They didn't even allude to it. So either, it's right after that wave, right? They beef. It's right after the wave it, as you're kind of coming back. So they might make that like the first episode because they, the last, th- what, minute, five minutes of yeah, that, they just, they just crammed everything in there. Know. Hey, we we made this town this town now, and the flag, and it's like, what the hell is going on? They skipped like 10 volumes. (laughs) Like, no joke. It was quite a lot of stuff. But, well, is there anything else we kind of want to add? I mean, at this point, it's getting getting about that time. Yes, it's definitely getting about that time. And I got to eat dinner. Um, No, I I think uh, I said everything. We're... We're going to do next episode is going to be about the fall season. So we're uh, I did three episode rules for some of the animes. We're going to talk about some that we completed fully. And I'm assuming it's going to be uh, Arisuki. If Arisuki is going to be just twelve episodes, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, I hope not, but it probably will. Uh, be. We're going to discuss ones that we might break down real quick. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite ones and then the ones that I just did three episodes ones mm-hmm. or ones. Assassin's Pride. So we'll Fire have Force, I have Doctor a good Stone. list broken down for us to talk about and then you guys will be able to hear it and hopefully i'll give feedback and stuff and then soon we'll be taking this to the youtube because i'm just gonna set up a camera and we're gonna do it and we'll have the camera facing john's screen until we get everything else equipment till we get the money to build a green screen i mean first things first let's get a stand for these damn mics for these mics too i mean we've been holding these mics the whole damn time i thought we're gonna stand up and just hold the mics back Sup. Sup. No, we'll get stamp for these mics. All right. So, what song are you going to introduce to <sighs> the audience? What song am I going to introduce? So, oh, dang, I hope I didn't forget. Uh, I never introduced a song from Judgment on here, right? I don't think so. I don't though. think I did, right? Mm. You mean Yakuza Judgment? No, yeah. Yeah, the game series. Yeah. I didn't. All right, just do. I'll just do anime. Just be safe. Just be. Uh, just be cool with it. Um. Let's see. So much, so much going on. I'm trying to figure out one that I'm just gonna love. It'd be cool. Forget it. We're gonna do this one. Uh, this one. Songs playing. <laughs> this one. Uh, I found. Uh, I will actually give you the name next episode because it's in Japanese. I found it on my anime playlist. I just thought it was good. And I'll be able to tell you it next time. But it's by the band Nerd Magnet. I can give you that. And you'll be able to hear for it. But here it goes.